Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Mark Stroud, and I thank you so much for joining me today for Kingdom Rock Radio. It's a brand new season of programming, so I pray that you're ready to dive into the rich Word of God. Here's a sample of today's broadcast. Are you too good for us now? He knew, why don't you want to do this? Why don't you want to drink? Why don't you want to do that? What's wrong with you? And nothing wrong with me. My eyes been open. You only got the problem. Well, praise the Lord, saints of God. Praise ye the Lord. Hello, this is Pastor Mark Stroud. And I greet you once again in that glorious, matchless, and majestic name of the Lord Jesus Christ. His name is above all other names. And I thank you once again for joining me for yet another episode of Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, today I've got a special treat for you. Today's message is entitled, Turn Away, and it is subtitled, Welcome to the Last Days. And don't you know, my friends, that in the last days, you're going to find some people that are not too nice, and they're not going to be nice to you simply because you call upon the name of Jesus Christ. Well, how do you deal with all of that? Well, stick around, and we're going to tell you exactly how to do that on today's broadcast entitled, Welcome to the Last Days. I know that you'll richly enjoy it. So do me a favor, call up a friend, call up a neighbor, let them know to log on to Kingdom Rock Radio today, and they will be awesomely blessed. And after today's message, just stick around, and you're going to hear more announcements about our church. We'd love you to come out. God bless you. To the book of Luke, the 10th chapter, the book of Luke, the 10th chapter, the book of Luke, the 10th chapter. And I will give you the subject in just a moment. Luke, the 10th chapter. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. When you get to Luke 10, say praise the Lord. It is such an honor to be here in this house. Luke 10. Hear what the Lord says. It said, after, this is verse number one, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place and whether he himself would come. Notice something here before we can go any further. Jesus only sends his disciples. He's talking about disciples. He only, he only sends them places where he's going to go. You'll get that. If he sent you over there, that means that he's coming over there. Mm, that's good. Go ahead and rub that word. Rub it, rub it, rub it. Mm, that word, good. I, I like to rub it. I like to rub it. Verse 2. Therefore, uh, therefore said he... Unto them, the ones that he had appointed, the one that he's sending forth. Turn to neighbor and tell him he's sending you forth. He's sending you forth. Tell him you need to listen. You need to listen. Therefore said he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your ways. Let's read the next phrase together. Ready? Let's read. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. We want to stop right there. The Lord sends you forth as lambs among wolves. 
Now, if you're truly a disciple of Jesus Christ, you're going to go forth as a lamb among wolves. Amen. Amen. You're going to go forth as lambs among wolves. Notice the Lord did not send you forth. He did not say, I send you forth as lions among wolves. He didn't say, I send you forth as bears or some other uh, carnivorous creature with, with sharp teeth and, and, and fangs and claws. He didn't say, I send you forth that way. He said, I send you forth as what? Lambs among wolves. As lambs among wolves. Now, lambs are protected by their shepherd. There's one, one thing we got to notice and we got to understand here. As you are a lamb, lambs don't have defensive, uh, defensive things about them. Lambs depend on their shepherd to take care of them. When the wolf comes in, the lambs don't deal with the wolf. The shepherd deals with the wolf. Lamb just keeps on grazing and keeps on eating and pooping and everything that lambs do. Growing that hair and all that. Are you with me? You just do your thing. Turn your neighbor and tell him, you just do your thing. Listen, when a wolf offends you, keep doing your thing. When the wolf offends you, keep doing your thing. Turn to David and tell him, when the wolf offends you, keep doing your thing. Tell him, turn to the other side and tell him, Jesus got your back. Now, if Jesus, as the good shepherd, did not have your back, then he would not be the good shepherd. He is the one who fends for and protects the sheep. He sends you forth. Yes, you are defenseless in yourself, but he has a big staff. And he has a big rod. And he is there to protect you against whatever is coming to devour. Wolves are devourers, right? Wolves come to eat you up, take you off and carry off somewhere and eat you up with their friends. Isn't that right? That's what a wolf does, right? They find the one that's uh, find a sheep that strayed off, grab that one. They don't eat it right there. They take it off. It's like the dogs, you know, when they come in your yard, they get the stuff, they get it, and they take it off somewhere, right? They take it off. They take their prey off somewhere, away from the other sheep, away from the eyes of the shepherd, and they devour it. But the Lord said, I'm sending you forth. Yes, you are sheep, but understand, I am the shepherd. I have the ability to provide for you, to lead you to green pastures, and I have also had the ability to protect you. Okay, he's sending us forth. As lambs among wolves. Go with me to the book of 2 Timothy. Now we're going to talk about these wolves because you've got to be armed and know who you are and know who the wolves are. And the Lord tells us specifically in his word to stay away. I want to show you some things tonight. You've got to be armed. You've got to be ready. Armed as a soldier. Have on your proper armament. 2 Timothy, the third chapter. I'm going to read this to you out of the Amplified Bible. Are you in the mood to be taught tonight? Are you in the mood? Praise the Lord. Are y'all with me? Second Timothy. Third chapter. It says, but understand this. Now, this is out of the Amplified Bible. It reads right along King James. But I need you to hear this because it, it breaks it down a little bit further. You need to understand this. But understand this. That in the last days will come set in perilous times of great stress 
and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear. Are we living in those times? Absolutely. Last times, we're living, living those last times, hard to deal with and hard to bear. Verse 2, for people will be lovers of self and utterly self-centered. That's how people are going to be. They're going to be lovers of money and aroused by an inordinate, greedy desire for wealth. Is that true today? Proud and arrogant and contemptuous bolsters. They will be abusive. Is that right? Uh, they will be abusive, uh, blasphemous, scoffing, disobedient to parents. Is that right? Ungrateful. Is that right? Unholy. Is that right? Profane. Verse number three says they will be without natural human affection, callous and inhuman, uh, relentless, uh, admit admitting of no truce or appeasement. You, you won't be able to satisfy them, period. Last days, they will be slanderers, false accusers, uh, troublemakers. Anybody know anybody like that? What you say? You may be sitting next. Okay, let's read that again. (laughs) Troublemakers. Intemperate. And loose in morals and conduct. Last days. Loose in morals and conduct. Uncontrolled and fierce. Haters of good. In the last days. That's what you're going to have in the last days. Verse 4. They will be treacherous. Betrayers. Anybody know anybody like that? Rash and inflated with self-conceit. Anybody know anybody like that? Pumped up. Just thinking about themselves. They will be lovers of sensual pleasures and vain amusements more than and rather than lovers of God. Verse number five. And rather, verse five, for although they hold a form of petty or true religion, they deny and reject and are strangers to the power of it. Their conduct belies the belies the genuineness of their confession. Avoid all such people. Turn away from them. Look there in the King James. They'll have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. We'll speak from the subject tonight of turn away. There's a group of folk that God tell you as sheep to turn away from. Turn away, turn away. All the folk that we talk about. Now, these are what we would say, uh, these are the wolves in today's society. Remember, the nature of a wolf is to devour you, is to um, pull you from the right, pull you off and eat you up. They will bring things to you that would look good, that will smell good, that would seem to be an idea, a good idea, things that will arouse your flesh, things that will arouse your curiosity, and they'll lure you off and devour you. God says, from such, God said, God said, God said, from such, turn away. Why? Because these are devouring agents. And you better realize who you are. You are a lamb. You are veal. 
mm-mm good. He is looking for you. The Bible says that the enemy is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Going to get himself some lamb tonight. Are you with me? Realize who you are. Realize that you are defenseless. And the only one that you can call on is the name of Jesus. Only He's the only one that you can call on. His name is Jesus. And understand that there are going to be some people out here, some folk out here, that are going to be rude to you. They're going to hate what is good. They're going to be abrasive. They're going to be unnecessarily harsh. And they're going to hate you for no good reason. Wake up. You're living in the last days. So don't be, don't be afraid or don't be surprised if you come up and you try to be nice to them and they cuss you out for no reason. You're living in the last days. Here you are as a lamb walking among wombs. And unless you realize that and properly prepare yourself, you won't get offended. You can get upset. You can say, I don't know why I ain't come back down that church no more. Now, Jesus said there will be wolves in sheep's clothing. We understand that. Now, unless you arm yourself with that knowledge, they're going to run you off and drag you off somewhere and then eat you up. Hallelujah. You better arm yourself with that fact and understand. I got to understand you have to stay next to your shepherd. Stay next to your shepherd. Stay under the, stay under his word. Now, there are two types of people that we'll see here. And we talked about that before. Uh, two types of people that will be in the house of God. One that uh, will have a more of a Martha type spirit or anointing who will run around the church doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that. And Jesus say, hey, honey, you're doing too much. You're not doing what you've gone beyond what is required. Then you'll have the Mary person who will just sit under the word of God and drink it all in and soak it all in. And this is the one that Jesus approves of. Not to say that the things that Martha is doing, is the things that she's doing, some of them are right, but she's gone past that. Are you understanding? Now you're just busy. Anybody ever just get busy doing something? You're just busy, 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 running around and you never feel like you, you don't feel like you get anything done? Anybody like that? It just, it just frustrates me. You can get so busy and so you can wear yourself out. And at the end of the day, what have I done? Didn't get anything done that I wanted to do. See, we've done too much. We've gone too much. We need to examine where we are and what God has called us to do. Because you can do too much. Are you with me? Too much. Too much. Too much. And what happens when you do too much? You wear yourself out and you wear everybody else out around you. Because then you get an attitude, like Martha did. Why you come and help me? Why you must, Jesus send Mary here to help me? Why she sitting next to you? She ought to be helping me. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You get stressed out, upset, aggravated, frustrated, angry, discombobulated, and all that stuff. All that stuff. Wear yourself out. Isn't that right? As a sign, when you get stressed out, as a sign, you're doing too much. Somebody needs to hear that. When you get stressed out, that's a sign that you're doing too much. You say, I'm doing this for you, Lord, but you're getting all stressed out and worried. You're doing too much. Turn to neighbor and tell them, you need to, don't stop doing too much. You see, stress, your body's trying to tell you. You see, understand now, this body... 
This body gets signals. We get signals. This body gets signals. Your your mind was send body. Your mind was send signals to your body. All right, uh, give him some shoulder pain. Oh, oh, he doesn't hear that. Give him some acid. Oh. Give him some acid. Give him some acid. Give him some acid. If they still don't hear you, still don't hear you, well, put him on the toilet. Put him on the... I won't, I won't go there. I won't go there. Put him on the... Put him, put him on the toilet. Give him some time. Give him some time to think. Put him on the toilet for a while. Uh, somebody may hear that. Because some, sometimes that's the only place that God can talk to some of us. Hmm, let's look back at the text again. Getting me in trouble again, Lord. But understand, if it's having these type of effects on your body, you're doing too much. Go back and reevaluate. Because there's something that you're doing that was meant for somebody else. You've gone past your duty. Now you're trying to do theirs and theirs and theirs and theirs and theirs. You say, well, Lord, but nobody will help me do it. Well, then leave that undone. He'll send somebody to do it. He'll send somebody to do it. Don't take the full weight and pressure on yourself. Hallelujah. Some of us may not realize, but God is really big. He is really powerful. And just like he called you, he can call them too. Hallelujah. So if there's nobody over there to do it, leave it alone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Maybe it's good just the way it is. Praise the Lord. For years we struggled. Boy, I struggled. I wanted a choir. I, I wanted a big old choir with the robes on. And I wanted all this. I wanted the, the violins. I want the trumpets. I want the flutes. I want all that stuff. I, I want all. And I can't get it, Lord. Why can't I get it? Maybe it's like the way the Lord wants it now. Uh, you understand what I'm saying to you? See, we can rush doing things well before their time. Maybe it is for you, but not at this time. Somebody needs to hear that. Tell your neighbor, maybe it is for you, but not at this time. You understand? We have to understand timing. Timing. Yes, you want the new house. Yes, you want the new car. Is it for you? Sure. But maybe not at this time. And if you keep hitting your head up against the wall, all you're going to do is frustrate you and frustrate everybody around you. Are you with me? We're living among wolves. So here again, people are going to be rude to you. They're going to be obnoxious. You're going to be driving down the road, and they're going to give you one of their fingers. But understand something. When you see somebody give you one of their fingers, they're doing you a favor. Because they're pointing you up to the one that loves you. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for reminding me. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you. They're just pointing you to him. Praise the Lord. Thank you for reminding. See, point your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me that he loves me. Thank you. You understand what we're saying to you? Thank you for reminding me. Keep that in remembrance. Amen. Now go with me. I want you to see something. Go to John 15. We won't be too long tonight. 
uh, as my bishop says from time to time, we're going to be like a miniskirt. Long enough to cover the subject matter, but short enough to be interesting. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, I'm not promoting miniskirts, by the way. John 15. Turn to neighbor and tell him it's good to smile. It's good to laugh. Uh-huh. Understand something also in the last days, we're going to have to laugh more. We're going to have to smile more. Praise the Lord. Let's try to be happy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and tell him Jesus didn't start a prune religion. Hallelujah. So leave your prune face at home. Here we go. Are y'all still with me today? John 15. I want to show you more here. Let's look at verse number 18. John 15th chapter, verse number 18. It's good. It's good to go off and get you a little vacation. Get to take a break. Praise the Lord. It's good. It's good. It's good to come to church. Praise the Lord. It is good to study the word of God. It is good. It is good. And it's also good for you to take a break sometime. Husbands, get away. Take your wives out to, to Olive Garden or something. Take them somewhere that doesn't have a, a dollar menu. I'm just trying to help you out. I'm just somewhere that doesn't have a dollar menu. Take them out somewhere. Take the kids out. Have a good time. Go go to some Chuck E. Cheese or something. You'll enjoy yourself. Are you with me? Go out and have a ball sometime. Praise the Lord. Save up a couple of pennies and go out and enjoy yourself. Turn to the neighbor and tell them this year, you're going to have to learn to enjoy yourself. Okay. Now, enjoying yourself doesn't mean we go out for happy hour and go do stuff that we know is wrong. There are some good ways to go out and have fun that you won't feel bad about it later. Some of you know what I'm talking about. We got to have some fun this year. We got to laugh this year. We got to laugh. We got to laugh. Let's laugh right now. <laughs> Come on, let's laugh. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> uh, some, see, some of y'all haven't had a laugh in a long time. Hey, I'll not be. Come on now. We got to laugh. All right. John 15. John 15. Are you there? Let's look at verse number 18. And it said, they said, therefore, what is this that he saith a little while? He cannot tell, rather we cannot tell what he saith. Uh, what is this that Jesus is talking about? He's saying a little while. No, I'm actually in the wrong one. Let's go back over. John, no, it was me. It was the preacher this time. I'm telling you, new, that, new, that new version. No, that's not where we want to go. Let me get John 15. All right, I'm here now. It says, uh, verse 18, if the world hates you, that's where we want to go. Are you there? I'm there too. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Do you see that in your Bible? Now, how many of you say that you are Christian? Let me see your hands. You say that you are a Christian, that you believe in Jesus. Anybody? 
You want to live like Jesus say live. Anybody? You want to do what Jesus say do, right? Jesus is your master. All right, let's look at this. It says, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Verse 19. If you were of the world, the world would what? Love his own. The world would love you if you were of the world. Yes, 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 yes. It said, but because, the Lord said, but because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Now, we told you before that in the last days, folk going to curse you out for no good reason. They may talk about you. They may lie on you. They may scandalize your name for nothing. You're doing good. You're trying your best to serve the Lord with all you got. And they still talking about you like you a dog. Turn to name and tell them, welcome to the last days. If you are, if you were of the world, they would love you. I'm telling you, they would love you. They would love you. They would love you. But Jesus took you out of the world. And because they hated your master, they're going to hate you too. Now you're going to have some good days and you're going to have some bad days. You're going to have some days that they're going to be God's favor is going to be all on you. And folk are going to open the door for you. Oh, thank you. They're going to come up and they're going to give you money. They're going to give you stuff. They're going to, uh, you're going to be highly favored above, above others on the job. You can get promotions and raises and stuff is going to go well. And then one day something else is going to happen. And you're going to say, what did I do to deserve that? You're going to have somebody on your job that's not just not going to like you no matter what you do. They just not going to like you. And you confront them. I had somebody like that once. And it bothered me. Why don't you like me? Why, why don't you like me? What have I done to you? Why don't you, like you, know, it's, you know what they said? I just don't like you. And I didn't understand that. I, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that. <laughs> I didn't understand that. Now, I'm, I'm a young man. This is before before I got married, I believe. I was about 20, maybe about 21 or so. I didn't understand that. I'm a likable guy. Why don't you like me? Why don't you like me? What 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 is the problem? Every time I would come around, hmm. What did I do? What did I do? I go back and pray, Lord. Uh, if I've offended her, Lord, I I should forgive me. I have to, I went and even went over to ask her. I said, if I've offended you, uh, you know, uh, please forgive me. I'm sorry. Uh, why don't you like me? I just don't. <laughs> I know it, brother. But I quickly, I quickly got over that. But the thing of the matter is, you're not of the world. If you were of the world, the world would do what? Love you. Because the world loves his own. But Jesus has chosen you out of the world. That's why we're called the church. The church is the called out body, the ecclesia. God called us out. So realize that when they talk about you, curse you, so forth and so on, realize if they did it to your master, they're going to do it to you. But in that day, just rejoice. Just rejoice if you suffer for the cause of Christ. Just rejoice. Happy are you, the Bible declares. Happy are you. If they persecute you for doing what is right, they say, what you mean? You haven't slept with him yet? What's wrong with you? 
if they talk about you and cast you out and all that, just because you want to do what is right before God. If they say, get out, well, then say, mmm, and go on about your business. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Because if you were of the world, the world would love you. If you tell the dirty jokes with them, they would love you. But because you say, I don't want to hear all that, that's not godly. I don't have to be a part of that. And look at you like, hmm. Well, that's fine. You whom yourself own. Are you with me, everybody? If you're of the world, the world will do what? Love you. But because you're not of the world, the world will hate you. That is to despise you or to love you less. And you got to understand that. Sometimes the world may mean some people in your own house. Let's look back at the text. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Verse 19, if you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember the word that I said unto you. The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. Say me. me. You said you're a Christian, right? Okay. They will also persecute you. If they have kept my sayings, they will keep yours also. Are you with me? Let's look another. Go to John the seventeenth chapter. What are we doing? We're talking about how to live here in the last days. We don't want you to be caught off guard or unaware this year, like some of us were caught last year. I can't believe she talked to me like that. I can't believe he talked to me like that. I'm just trying to do what's right. I can't believe all this stuff is happening to me. I just can't believe. I just can't believe. I just can't believe. What What you mean you can't believe? Welcome to the last days. Is anybody understand what we're saying to you? John 17. Let's look at verse number 13. He says, and now come I to thee. The Lord Jesus is praying to the Father, talking to the Father. Now I come I, now come I to thee. And these uh, things, and these things I speak in the what? In the world. That they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy what? Word. And because of that, and the world have hated them. Why? Because you carry his word. What keeps you from doing what they're doing? His word. Are you with me? It is his word. Uh, The world have hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Are you with me? Let's read that again. Verse 14. I have given them thy word. Does anybody receive Jesus' word in here? The Lord, so uh, say, Lord, I got it. All right. How do you know if you got Lord's word when you stop doing what you know is wrong in that area? That's when you know you got it. When you can walk by, not just know it, but when you walk by it, that's how you know you got it. That's how you know you got it. All right. He said, I've given them thy word and the world have hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Listen. This is what the Lord is praying. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world. Oh, God, why'd you pray that, Jesus? But that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. 
The word evil is also translated the evil one. The Lord Jesus knew what would be down here for us, what would be waiting here for us. He knew that he was going to pluck you from the world and make you different. Make you a light that would shine. He knew that they would talk about you and talk and ridicule you and scandalize your name. Why don't you want to go out with us anymore? Are you too good for us now? He knew, why don't you want to do this? Why don't you want to drink? Why don't you want to do that? What's wrong with you? And nothing wrong with me. My eyes been open. You only got the problem. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They're the one on the roller coaster to hell. I'm on my way up to glory. I'm finally doing what's right. Are you with me? But hear what I'm saying to you. God knew that once you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, taking you out of the world, and now you're sitting up with him. And those that are still in the world that like what they're doing, that like the mess, they know it's wrong and they want to continue doing what's wrong, they're going to point a finger at you. And they're going to say that you're the problem, but you're not the problem. The sin in their life is the problem. Are you with me? So get ready. Praise the Lord. The Bible said in the book of Psalms that many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many. But the Lord delivers them out of them all. God said he will deliver you. And you think think about this too and we're closing. As we stay humble before the Lord and do what he says, he will exalt you in front of your enemies. He says that promise in the book in the, in the 23rd Psalm, he will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Now, now all those naysayers, all those haters, so to speak, all them that are drinking that haterade, you know what I'm saying? All those that are drinking that haterade, they're going to all look at you as God exalts you. And they're going to say, hmm, well, how did she get that? Hmm, well, how did he get that? Hmm, well, how this and hmm, and how that? How did he get such a fine man? How did she get, how did she get all that stuff? How did all this stuff, how did all this stuff happen? God. God. How did he get the car? How did he, how did she get the house? How, God, 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 the very one that you rejected, he gave it to me. He gave it to me. How do you get that promotion? God, living right and walking right before him. God, why aren't you shaking? Why aren't you fearful? Why aren't you afraid? God, are you with me? Turn to name and tell him God did it. I'm telling you, he will exalt you in due time. Matter of fact, let's look at it. Let's go to First Peter. Let's look at that. Let's just look at that. Let's go to First Peter. I want you to see this as we are closing. Are you with me, everybody? Amen. Let's go to First Peter, the fifth chapter. First Peter 5. Now, that's in the New Testament. Further to the back. Praise the Lord. If you don't want to know where it is. Now here's another thing that it makes me angry sometimes with church folk. You want to know what it is? If I don't know what it is, where it is, you know what we'll do? I'm going okay, to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. But you know, here's what we do. You know what you should do if you don't know where it is? 
Looking at table of contents. Here it is, right here, page one, 1075. Okay. I'm, I'm with you, preacher. I'm with you. Don't get in people bondage. The person sit beside you, how beautiful or handsome they are, they, they do not have a key to heaven or hell. Look at them. They look good. They don't have it. So stop trying to impress. This year, we're not going to try to impress folk. Say with me, this year, I'm not going to try to impress folk. I'm going to impress the Lord. Hallelujah. And I give the Lord a hand of praise. I mean, give it to him. Give it to him. Give it to him. Give it to him. Let's stop trying to pretend to be something that we're not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's get back in the book. First Peter 5. Let's look at verse number 6. Here it is right here before you. First Peter 5, verse number 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourself. That is, do what is right. Follow his instruction. Follow his instruction. Do what is right. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, uh, that he may exalt you when? In due time. There it is. Verse number 7. Casting all your care unto him, for he cared for you. That's talking about some troubled times, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Casting all that. Now, remember the Lord said, uh, we may get it. Vengeance is mine, say the Lord, I will repay. Now, if you understand that, you won't try to retaliate when they talk about you. Remember, when Jesus was reviled, he reviled not. When they talked about him, he didn't start talking about them. When they spit on him, he didn't try to get a loogie together and spit back on them. Are you with me? I want to make it nice and plain for you. When they slapped him, he did not slap them. God said, I'm your vindicator. Say, say God is my vindicator. He's the one who will get them back. If they don't get it right, he is. What is your position with the whole thing? Your position is just to forgive and keep on. Keep on, keep on. Remember like a sheep, we just keep on, just keep on eating. We're sheep. Don't try to get folk back. Because if you go and dig a ditch for them, you better watch out. Somebody's digging two or three for you. You're going to reap what you sow. If you curse them out because they're cursing you out, then somebody's going to be cursing you out again. You're going to be sowing and sowing. Don't do that. Overcome evil with good, the word of God declares. You got to end this. And so it says, casting all your cares upon him for he care of you. That's what you're going to do when they offend you. That's what you're going to do when the wolves come. Because they're coming. They're coming. News alert. Beep, 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 beep. This is an emergency alert from the emergency, from the emergency broadcasting system. This is not, I don't know, a test. This is real. They're going to try to offend you again. They're going to try to get under your skin again. They're going to be angry and all in your face. And you're going to have the choice at that moment. But they get all in your face to say, Jesus loves you. Thank you. Thank you. You're going to have a choice to say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Bless them, Lord. They need a lot of help. Bless them. I cast them unto you. Lord, you got my back. You are my vindicator. Lord, there you go. There's nothing wrong with him. 
Turn to your name and tell him, God is my vindicator. So I don't have to retaliate. Are you understanding? I hope you understand it because it's going to happen. And if you come at them with fire, fire plus fire leads to a bigger fire. And both of y'all are going to be consumed. But if you keep your cool and remember that Jesus is my vindicator, he's going to take care of this thing. They passed me over for, for the promotion. They talked about me, this and that and the other. But God will exalt me in due time. I will continue to do what is right. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. Verse 8. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeing whom he may devour, whom steadfast resists in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Everybody got to go through it. Everybody, get, They call on the name of Jesus. They got to go through it too. But one thing is very true. The hotter the fire is, the brighter the glory. The brighter the glory. The more fire you get in, you say, it's really hot. I'm really going through something. The brighter you will be when you come out of it. Just like a, uh, a swordsman. When he makes the sword, you know, have you seen it in the movies? I've never done it, but I've seen it done on TV. <laughs> They put the metal down in the in the coals. How I mean, you know what I'm talking about? You've seen it on TV. How I many have actually done it before? Well, don't look at me like that then. They put it in there, and they bring it out, and it's glowing orange, right? It's nice and bright and brilliant, right? I mean, you're shining then. You're giving light to all the room. Hallelujah. Yes, you're going through something, but be of a good cheer. In due time, God will exalt you. In due time, he will exalt you. So be encouraged. Be encouraged, feed the sheep. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Your day is a coming. Hallelujah. God will not forsake the righteous. And those that do good will be rewarded. Hallelujah. He will reward those that do good. Hallelujah. So keep on doing good. I know it's hot, but keep on doing good. I know they're talking about you, but keep on doing good. Keep on praising God. Keep on giving him the glory. For in due season, you're going to reap if you faint not. I'm telling you, keep on doing what is right. Keep on. I know it's not popular. I know you want to have a spirit of slap sometimes. But if you hold back that hand, God will bless you. Are you with me? If you hold it back. Thank you, Jesus. I know some of you say, well, back in the day, you better be glad you didn't meet me back in the day. I would have. Thank you, Jesus. God is my vindicator. God is my vindicator. And I'm telling you, God can get him a whole lot more than you can. Let the Lord deal with him. I pray you've heard the word of God today. We are done. Well, praise the wonderful name of Jesus. We pray that you are blessed by today's message and that you are richly encouraged. 
On behalf of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center, we would like to invite you out to Sunday Morning Sunday School. It starts at 9 a.m. Sunday Morning Worship starts at 10. Come expecting a miracle. Wednesday night is dinner and Bible study. Dinner starts at 6.15 with Bible study starting at 7. All are welcome. Come out and enjoy the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ under the anointing of His precious Spirit. Kingdom Rock is located at 180 Hilton Road in Bremen, Georgia. Stop by and see us sometimes. To learn more about our ministry, give us a call at 770-537-1933. That number again, 770-537-1933. Or just log on to our website 24 hours a day at www.kingdomrock.org. That's kingdomrock.org. We'll be glad to hear from you. And if you'd like to partner with me to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ all around the world, just let us know because partnership has its advantages. Until next time, this has been Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I thank you once again for joining me for Kingdom Rock Radio. Tune in again for the rich word of the Lord. Always remember that Jesus Christ is Lord. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you this Sunday at 10 a.m. at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia.